0: And welcome to the Blitz Podcast, the official podcast of the XFL in 2020. I am your host, Matthew Bowie, and joining me tonight, we have Viz, Son, and Reed. Reed, how you doing? You put out a mock draft Uh, recently, how'd it go?
1: uh, Honestly, it went kind of okay. The hardest part was just going back through and being like, oh I had two Clemson defensive linemen in like the top 17 oh neither and then like uh, the official date for declaring came out it's like oh neither of them declared for the draft
0: (laughs) and then it took
1: me like 20 minutes to realize wow Clemson's defensive line next year is just gonna be so fucking stupid yeah and then I remember and then I was like oh shit now I need to find like whole new players to move in with these picks so always a joy always a joy (laughs)
0: <laughs> all right viz i know you got some tournaments going on right now dfs uh h- how's it going so far
2: oh no i'm poker tournaments oh
0: poker tournaments okay.
2: yeah so i we'll be multitasking during this but uh, oh, things right. are going well no complaints uh basketball podcast and hockey podcast are up today's for this week so be sure to check those out listeners if you haven't already once you're done listening to this
0: all right, yeah, I uh played a little bit of online poker today. Um while I was bored at work and I I lost $3 and I was more <laughs> upset than I should have been. It, it it was tough. I I lost um I went all in on uh I believe it was two pair and I got beat by a kicker. Um the guy had a jack and I had a 10 kicker, so I I lost all my $3. So that, <laughs> it was unfortunate. Uh, and last but not least, son, how are you doing tonight?
3: Doing well. I'm honored to be in the company of great men like yourselves.
0: We are honored to have you. Thank you, sir. All right, let's let's get right down to it because uh, I know Reed has a hockey game tonight. Um, so yeah, we.
3: Oh. Does Reed? Does, are you playing or are you watching? No, him? no, has no, no. Play? I don't have a
0: hockey game. No,
1: I have an esport game tonight. No, I thought you said hockey. In the hockey summer, game. it's volleyball.
3: Oh. I
0: thought you yeah. said hockey earlier. My bad. No,
1: I just said I have a game later. No, it's fine. No worries. I just so what probably game,
3: what game do you play?
1: I play Heroes of the Storm. It's okay. a lot like League of Legends, but I think it's better and it runs better on my computer, and I'm better at it. So I don't. So I feel a lot better just poning noobs out there.
0: But no, perfect. <laughs>
1: All
0: right, he has an esports uh... game. That's that's my bad. Right, I just cool. uh, assumed it was hockey since you're a hockey writer, but you know. I, I'm a terrible listener. I have,
1: I have a Pond hockey tournament in like a month up in Burlington, Vermont. But Ooh,
0: beautiful yeah. area. Never been there. Beautiful,
1: man. beautiful area. <laughs> All
0: right. Uh the XFL is going to be back in 2020. Um uh, <laughs> it sounds like it's uh gonna be very pro military, pro Trumpish kind of thing. Like uh <laughs> Vince McMahon's really making this kind of weird Uh, so Viz what do we think about this I have no idea like I don't know
2: I just expect it to flame out but I guess the one smart thing he's doing is waiting a couple years to make some sort of plan but I don't really trust Vince McMahon to make a plan so I don't know like is it gonna run in the Springtime to avoid going against the NFL and run like the Arena League did forever. And
0: Yeah, I'm hoping uh, so. Yeah,
2: yeah like I, o- almost a minor league kind of thing. They could develop into
0: that, but I don't think that's what they're looking for. So. No, they're looking to shut down the NFL.
2: Right. So <laughs> I I don't know who you get like to play this. So maybe you can convince some guys that would be on the practice squad otherwise to play. Otherwise, at least in the beginning, how are you going to convince the uh, NFL players to, to join unless you're giving them just the same amount of money or more than they are in the NFL?
0: Well, there are people arguing on Twitter, like, Oh, you have to find is eight quarterbacks. And then, you know, what's the difference between the guys 55 through 65 on the NFL roster compared to the three or compared to the 53 that make the roster, not much of a difference. Like, Nobody. It's a really big difference. Like, I know this is just going to flame out. It's going to be awful. Um, but, Reed, what do you think about uh, the uh, people being able to, like, kind of forego college and be able to play in this?
1: Is that what they said they're going to do? I like thought
0: it? that you could leave early to do this.
1: It would be interesting. Um, the NFL might just put in a rule, like, if you play in this league like you have to wait at least three years before you play in the nfl like if i'm the nfl why wouldn't i do that it's the easiest way to shut to pretty much just shut down the xfl without like without trying to like be like oh we're a monopoly we have monopolized football like get out of here um i uh, this is gonna sound weird i actually think vince mcmahon is like he might be on to something. Um, it's the year to we, announce
0: this, that's for sure.
1: It, it definitely is the year and the time to announce it. Um, One of the things that really gets me is, like, there are a lot of people, there are a lot of politically not to the left people who have stopped watching the games because players are boycotting, play, or players are... Uh, Kneeling during the national anthem. They're doing all this other stuff. They're speaking out against the president. If he put, if he creates this league where he's the, he is the president, and in the contract is you must stand for the national anthem, and uh, you're not allowed to speak about uh, issues of politics or politicians. Like, I think there are people who have uh, done this whole. Uh, boycott the nfl to trigger the libs like thing where they they would absolutely watch this oh yeah like like if he, people want to be like no it's too low quality of a product uh, like how many garbage bowl games do we have every year and how many times are do people just watch it like if football's on people are going to watch it
0: so, Are you not going to gamble on it? I mean, seriously. No. That, no. That was where I was going to go.
2: I was going to let Reed and Song finish first. But... Oh, like, the other thing I have is,
1: like, back when the XFL started the first time, it was, like, what, 2001? Yeah. You know what wasn't around in 2001? Facebook, Twitter, streaming. Um, yeah. If they, like, the who's the guy? Alex Jones does his TV, his, does his, like, internet TV show. Where he gets four million viewers a day or some shit.
0: Yeah,
1: you're telling me. The, you're telling me the XFL. If you put uh, football on on like Facebook, you're telling me people wouldn't watch that. <laughs> like you gotta be. You gotta be kidding me. People are gonna be all over that.
2: Yeah, people so, are watching the balls playing Lithuania. People will watch the XFL. Yeah,
0: exactly. 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 I mean, Seventy-five thousand think- people. <laughs> Just yeah, get crazy. rid
1: of the damn rule where the kickoff is just two people colliding head-to-head. <laughs> like, just get rid of that and, like, okay. Like, I, I could see people watching it.
3: So, uh, yeah. so, son. So not have yeah. a guy
1: get paralyzed off of it. But
3: Yeah, I mean, this man, like, you know, love him or hate him, like, the guy's a genius. You know, he's, like, you know, he's probably, like, a modern-day, you know, Barnum & Bailey, right? He knows yeah. the you know he has a pulse on on you know society you know he knows what people want i mean i'm just you know i read the you know the press clipping or the press release today i mean basically um you know in the in this political environment you know the fact that you know he's like all right you know the national anthem it's like mandatory right and that's going to cater to you know almost 50% of the people out there right oh just um, shotgun and mountain dudes but but yeah like you know like what you guys were were You know referencing the key is is they're totally going all in on you know gamble on games play fantasy xfl like it's padded roulette like you know like that's how they're marketing this and you know come on you know like there's like millions well not millions there's thousands tens of thousands of degenerates that like look forward to preseason football right (laughs) like are they gonna play you know you know pro bowl dfs like they're gonna do it um Sorry guys, give me one second. My my, my kid. Oh no, to... yeah, you're fine. Yeah, uh, I just sorry, kind of I... building
0: on, just kind of building on what Son was saying. Um, yeah, like I am. I'm a degenerate with fantasy sports and, uh, you know, low stakes gambling. And um, yeah, like I will be all over this. Like I don't care. Right. Anymore. Like,
2: don't you think they just part? They pair up with. DraftKings and run stuff like they could have DraftKings or FanDuel advertisements on their jerseys. and mm-hmm. like NBA is in, in court right now trying to back, you know, legalize gambling. They should join in, you know, that Vince McMahon should get lawyers to do this. Like the NFL, part of the reason I think it's just lasted at its peak as long as it has just because of fantasy football and mm-hmm. people been able to bet on it. So if you get at xfl to the point where it's easy to
0: gamble on well i think it has at least some semblance of a chance it, it it seems more promising than it did last than it did last time that's for sure um i, I should say i mean some semblance of a chance of lasting not no that's what i mean the NFL or anything you know <laughs> that's exactly what i mean um but yeah let's let's move on to uh Let's move on to, you know, some coaching moves. So right before we hopped on, this will be yesterday's news by the time our listeners hear it, but Mike McCoy got hired by Arizona to be the offensive coordinator. So, Reed, I know this, uh, going by what you said in your mock draft about the Arizona Cardinals pick, this isn't exactly what you were looking forward to for the Cardinals, is it?
1: Um, no. In fact, my next mock draft will be completely different. Um, in my mind, Mike, when they, when you sign Mike McCoy, that means you're not developing a young quarterback. Um, that means they're not drafting one in the first round. Uh, in my mock draft, which everyone should check out. Cause I do have some uh, pretty funny quips for some of the teams, especially yes. if you're a Baltimore <laughs> Ravens fan. Um, I had a buddy of mine say like, Hey, I, I didn't like anything that didn't involve changing quarterback, and he's a Ravens fan. I was like, well, I hope you appreciated uh, one of the lines I had in there for Flacco. That being (laughs) said, I I thought uh, Daryl Bevel going to Arizona to be an offensive coordinator, them drafting Lamar Jackson, it just would have been a match made in heaven. This completely changes how that dynamic looks. Um, I don't think they draft a quarterback anymore. And that sort of sends a little bit of a tilt elsewhere. Again, like, I, I I'm going to be honest. I don't know if I like the hire. I, I don't actually think I like the hire. I don't like, like Mike what's the plan? at all. Like they don't have that much cast base. Like what's the plan trade for Alex Smith.
0: This is going to go. I mean, the Cardinals are heading right back to where they were seven years ago. Um, this hire, I don't know if it's to keep Larry Fitzgerald around or if they're trying to, you know, force him out for cap space, even though he doesn't take that much of a cap space in the first place. Like, I, I don't, I don't get it. I mean, this, this is, this is horrible. You need a young, creative, um, kind of play caller. I mean, like the uh, De Filippo that we've been talking about for, you know, the past couple of weeks and in the chat and here on the podcast like it just doesn't make any sense and i just i think the cardinals are heading in the wrong direction but someone's got to be at the bottom of the bottom of the division and maybe i shouldn't count them out since we haven't even finished the 2017-2018 season yet and we'll just see what happens but i i just don't think this is a good start There, there are so many guys
2: like wade phillips the perfect example of guys who are great coordinators that aren't good head coaches. I don't think there's many the other way around, but I feel like McCoy is that. Like, I thought he did a relatively good job as a head coach, but as a coordinator, I just, I don't know. I never was a fan either, so I don't really have much to add to what you guys said. I'm in agreement. All well, right, bad, maybe. Guy. Sorry. All right, All
0: right, right cool. Um, so, Viz, how about um, Jarvis Landry? It sounds like. You know, there's a report in the Miami Herald that Miami probably won't bring him back, and they're gonna they're gonna move forward. So, what do you think is a really good fit for Jarvis Landry, um, with a lot of teams being wide receiver needy?
2: I mean, New England is obvious. They've run the same six yard routes that Landry does over and over again. I don't know if
0: I just you know, don't want they that because doing Zach...
2: it, but well, I. I don't know. I feel like Landry will help a bunch of teams, but I don't think he moves the needle that much at the same time. Like he's a good slot receiver. He's, I think he's pretty clearly better in fantasy than he is in yeah, real life. Yeah. Like I don't know. It, I, the one thing that's in his favor is this wide receiver free agent class is pretty poor, so he probably is going to get paid by somebody. I don't necessarily think it's going to be a good contract whoever gives it to him. I mean obviously all the wide receiver needy teams like the Bears and such could use him but I don't know I just it's a contract that I think someone's going to regret. All right. I know where
1: I could see him going. Sorry yeah. to jump in. I think San Francisco would be a really interesting spot with Kyle Shanahan and Jimmy G. I you know that could be an interesting hmm. spot for Landry to go. I don't think he would ever go to New England because Miami would have to trade him, right? It sounds no, like a, yeah, it's he's free. He's going to be oh, a he's a UFA. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah, 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 he's yeah,
3: he's out for
2: a I don't know. It feels like to like I don't see. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't think Shanahan's the type to pay a lot of money to a slot guy. Like they had, he's gone through so many different guys between when he was a coordinator and even in Atlanta and in. San Fran now. I just think they'll be they'll be fine with like Marquise Goodwin being the slot guy, and they'll yeah. want to add a bigger guy out wide. Like you know, if Allen Robinson becomes a free agent, oh, they don't right. sign him. Or um, you know, there's a few different guys, I suppose. But um,
3: what about Houston? Houston, the Texans?
0: Man, they're loaded. Do right. they, like, yeah, do they spend Hopkins, on a
3: third? Hopkins Fuller? Yeah, Hopkins Fuller, Landy. What's Landy want? Thirty mil?
0: Ooh, I didn't see anything on what he wanted actually. But, I don't uh,
3: know. 20, 20-something 20 mil, I guess, probably. I'm thinking. I mean, he's, he's got yeah, that's the a That's crazy for a, a slot guy to pay that much. I just
0: don't think any if anyone's going to do it, it's going to be the Bears.
3: Yeah, I mean, there's plenty of teams with
2: a ton of cap space, right? Like, I mean, God forbid like Cleveland just decides they really want him. I mean, they can get him. I, I just, it's hard to see at this point who really wants to pay that much for a slot guy. What's, like I said, somebody's gonna do it. It's just hard to peg right now who that team's gonna be.
0: Yeah. And, um. So Al, or uh, son Alan Robinson. It sounds like that the Jaguars are talking about franchise tagging him next year. Yeah. So what do you what do you make of Jacksonville's passing offense going into next year? Do you think they um. Keep Bortles around? Do they sign him long term? And how does Allen Robinson kind of fit into this wide receiver course with the emergence of DD Westbrook and Marquise Lee? Or is he just automatically back into the number one wide receiver spot?
3: Yeah, I mean, he's a stud, but yeah. you know, you referenced it earlier. I mean, it's all dependent upon what they do at the quarterback position. Um, I can't imagine them bringing back Bortles. I mean, why, right? Um,
0: well, he we made the AFC title that's...
3: game. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, you know, I mean, you know, I mean, everyone's talked about it, but you know, the fact that you're kneeling with 50 seconds left to go in the second quarter, yeah, um, that's pretty much all that you know you need to know. I'm just going through the free agent, or you know, the potential free agents at QB this year. I mean, Bradford, McCown,
0: all three uh, Vikings quarterbacks.
3: Yeah, yeah, Bridgewater. uh, Who else is in here? Um, Kirk Cousins. But he's going back to Washington, right? Uh,
0: i don't know they I have
2: to they hustle. would have to they would have to pay so much money to do it that they
3: might not he might not that's a good point yeah cuz they well, yeah yeah have to, they, have to give him the long term right so yeah they oh. can't really franchise him again it would just be
2: like the dumbest amount yeah, of money like 20, 30 million yeah it's like 28 or 29 million or something i think so i <laughs> do like... think of them reaching a long term deal after it's been so long and they failed but i guess you never know like, he's, wouldn't,
3: he's McCown, gonna... wouldn't McCown be awesome on that team? Ooh. You know, because, I mean, okay, McCown's not the greatest, right? But, like, he's a leader. He had a right? good season in New York, and a lot yeah. of people aren't talking about it. Yeah, I'm yeah, shocked.
2: He... Or go ahead, son.
3: No, no, I, I I, love him. You know, just because of, you know, the heart that he plays, that like he plays hurt. You know, he's the guys respect him a lot. And, you know, like, he's aggressive, right? Like, he's going to take shots down the, the field, and... You know, when you have the receiving core, especially you know, AR 15s back, and the running game, like, and you know, you have the defense to kind of mitigate any mistakes that he could, you know, possibly make. I mean, I mean, I I would love that. Actually, I'm just going through the list here. I mean, you know, six million. I don't know their cap situation, but you know, that would seem like a pretty good, pretty good fit there.
0: Uh, I do know that um, the Jaguars have a lot of cap space, I believe. Okay.
2: Yeah, I mean, they can just cut – I mean, they picked up Bortles' option, but they can just cut him before the season even starts, and it doesn't really matter. So right. they are they got a lot of space for sure.
3: Like, do you guys think that they're going to bring back Bortles? Like, do you yeah. think that's the right move? I do, and I, I think it's probably the right move too. they that right? Really?
2: Okay. I think – I would be shocked if they don't. It's just the old school, like, Tom Coughlin, Doug Moreau mentality. Just they got that far, they're going to run back with it. If I was them, I'd I don't know. I probably wouldn't bring him back, but it's it's hard to say. He did play a little better than I thought. He yeah, could that's what I'm off. saying.
0: I and he had a, he had a nice stretch later on in the season. Like I don't, I think he gets such a bad rap. Like I get it. He's not in the top half, or you know, maybe even in the top twenty quarterbacks in the league. But he gets a much worse rap than he than for what he actually is. Um, yeah, I mean, it's no worse than, like, the Daltons
2: of the world or these other guys who've got crazy Joe contracts. Flacco. Uh, right. Tyrod in that same group to me, yeah.
0: All right, Reed. But um, the Giants ended up hiring Pat Shermer. And uh, that I think that's a good move for them, especially they're going to be number two in the draft. But the interesting quote about this is, is uh, it sounds like they are looking at the best player available. Now, I don't know what that means or how they grade, but it doesn't Saquon sound like Barkley. Yeah, it doesn't sound like it means automatically quarterback.
1: It sounds like Saquon Barkley. I think most, if not all draft boards will have Barkley ranked first. Um, It's just a matter of, do you really need a running back? Like a lot of teams will be like, no, we have way bigger issues. Um like I, I think Barkley is the most talented player in this class. I I, I would be hard pressed to find somebody who disagrees with me on that. That being said, I, I don't trust the reports out of these teams right now. Um I like I think picks two, three, four Four and five could all get traded out of. Um, That would be the Giants, the Colts, the Browns' second pick, and the Broncos could all trade out of those slots. Um, I actually don't know if I like Pat Shermer as a head coaching hire. Uh, I'll I'll be perfectly honest with you. It might be the anti-Mike McCoy thing, where Mm -hmm. as a coordinator, he does a really good job, but as a head coach, it might not yeah, there's, all
0: there. there's plenty of and, examples of that.
1: Yeah, and it comes down to, like, how much rebuilding of the offensive line can the Giants do this offseason? Because, I mean, what do they need? Four new offensive linemen? They're like the Vikings last year where their offensive line was so bad that they got, like, five new faces in there.
0: Mm-hmm. And they just
1: spent a boatload of money. Problem is that the Giants have been spending a boatload of money in free agency what well, feels like every year for the past four or five years, and like their salary cap situation, I don't think is great. They are gonna have to pay Odell Beckham Jr. at some point,
0: or so, he's gonna end up uh, in San Francisco. That would be ballsy to do that. <laughs> hey, do you
1: make, okay, okay. If you're San Fran, do you make that trade? Say yes. Say they trade the what yes. is it the ninth pick? God yes. trade yeah. the yes. ninth yes. pick, all back in a
3: heartbeat. In a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. Okay. Yeah. In absolutely. A heartbeat. Yeah, it's a pro- He's a proven, you know, superstar. Right?
0: absolutely. Yeah. Viz, what do you think? would you trade?
2: i, I kind of like or i would do that train a heartbeat i kind of like sham or I, my friend is a cleveland browns fan when they hired him he had like no idea who he was he called him sham wow so i i always have that <laughs> in my mind with uh, Shermer. but I, I i i like him more than you guys do or at least reed does i think he's deserves another chance as a being head coach it's hard to judge a guy's one time in cleveland and yeah i would snap do that uh trade if i was san francisco i i don't i don't think the giants would do it Uh, i still think they're gonna end up going quarterback but i don't know there's still time for them to figure out maybe they do decide they're gonna give eli another year or two and run with it but i don't know i'd be hard pressed to to pass on rosen if he was there for me personally
1: i just think it's so hard when you have the number two overall pick like when was last time the giants picked this high oh it's like
2: years like i don't sit know.
1: there and be like no nah, yeah we'll probably be picking this high for another quarterback prospect and uh like next year like you don't know that that's why a lot of teams say like if we have the opportunity to go get our guy for the future right now we're going to do it like we're not going to take chances on it we're not going to see oh well let's see how next year goes no teams just don't do that you saw with how uh houston operated last year year in the draft how kansas city operated last year in the draft if you're picking that high or you trade up that high you do it for the quarterback like you go and you get your guy Uh, i don't understand how you sit there with 37 year old eli manning and be like yeah we're gonna give another year and then we'll go find his successor no just do it now you're already up that high you're probably never picking that high again so just make the pick have them sit for
0: the entire season if you need to. You know, so so, come on. You know, since we're on the, since we're on the subject of quarterbacks, uh, son, I kind of want to throw this to you. So say that the Browns end up signing um, Alex Smith or Kirk Cousins in the offseason, and they yeah. have they have the number one and number four picks. Are you going to take a quarterback with either of those picks as? say you take alex smith are you still taking quarterback at either one or four or are you trying to draft the two best players on the board
3: yeah you have to draft the quarterback um in one of those spots um you know I mean, you have to plan for the future right i, I is alex smith gonna be the guy that's gonna lead you you know going forward no he's a stop cap right mm-hmm. so that's actually the ideal situation right you have the proven guy so are we just
0: push. done with Deshaun kaiser
3: I mean, he has some potential. Um, It's a tough question. It is, it is. And, you know, I don't think Hugh Jackson did him any favors, Um, kind of jerking him around, and, you know, he put him in a position, into a lot of positions where, you know, I think it would be tough. Um, You know, I mean, he, for as bad as he played, you know, he did show some mental fortitude, and, you know, he was able to show some things, but... I I mean, well, you know, then it begs the question, like, do you guys think that, you know, he has the potential to lead the franchise going forward? Yes, I I do. I like Okay, Yeah, so, I mean, if you believe that, then, yeah, then you don't take the QB there, right? He made
0: some just rookie mistakes, like some very bad rookie mistakes on a weekly basis. But he's a 20, I think he was 20 or 21. I mean, he's 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 dumb. one year starting in college, and still he made some awesome throws, and he had decent enough pocket presence at times. Like he he has a cannon. Like I think a stopgap, and drafting uh, Saquon Barkley and that Fitzpatrick guy from uh, from Alabama. So you have a lockdown corner of the future, huh. and you have a dynamic playmaker. You right. sign a veteran quarterback. You try and make the playoffs, and you develop. You develop Deshaun Kaiser, and if it doesn't work out, there's more drafts. But if it does, I mean, I think I think there's it's a great draft class, and it's the perfect class to have the first and fourth pick in it.
3: Reed, like you know, if it was me, right, you know, I'm I'm trading out of one of those picks, Um, you know, get. I guess Barkley, right? You get Barkley and, you know, trade down. you pick up Lamar Lamar Jackson later.
0: <laughs> yeah,
3: but look what... Uh, I pick up some other guys, but, you know, I'm all about Lamar Jackson, so...
0: Uh, me too, but, I mean, they pick up A.J. Bouye in the offseason in Jacksonville, and uh, the year before, they drafted Jalen Ramsey, and now, I mean, there's more pieces to this puzzle, like Miles Jack and Calais uh, Campbell, but, I mean look at the turnaround jacksonville made just by you know locking down one side um i know that's not completely the case but i think
3: taking fitzpatrick is like so Here, here's my like here's my issue though right that's kind of like assuming that there's a vision and there's a plan and there's a chain of command right, right? like jacksonville jacksonville got their got their shit together right and you know they executed a plan they had a vision Cleveland, <laughs> I mean, they're a shit show, right? Like, So, like, basically, like, you know, I don't know. Like, I just have no confidence in them doing the, the rational and logical thing because they themselves don't even know where they're going. <laughs> right. My, my one friend
2: actually got a job working for the Browns as a scout. I'm gonna, I'll try to get some intel for uh, what they're thinking. That's, that's but, awesome. I mean, I'm a Notre Dame fan, so I watched a ton of Kaiser I mean, he just wasn't ready. He should have been playing from the beginning, and I think that's a lot of the issue. I wouldn't necessarily want to give up on him, but I'm also a huge believer in Rosen, so it would be hard for me to pass up on him at the same time, mm-hmm. which I know you just wasted a first-round pick on Kaiser, if that's the case. I mean, I don't know what you'll be able to even flip him for elsewhere if you did draft Rosen number one. But I, I'm more towards your side, Matt, that I do think uh, he's not hopeless. There's... Tons of flashes and just a lot of just stupid mistakes, and you know maybe he'll never be able to get rid of those mistakes, and that's just be the next you know, Josh a, Freeman, right? Basically, and he'll ha- he might have one year where he's very good and then just regress right back. So I don't know what they're leaning at this point. No one really does, but I, I would be surprised if they don't end up trading back from number four to just stockpile up even more and yeah. odds are, I think they'll just stay at number one and you know, take whoever they think is the best guy, or if they really want a quarterback, then they just take the best quarterback in their mind, whoever that may be.
1: Yeah. Right,
0: yeah. Go ahead. Um,
1: I was gonna get some things in here. So uh, I think Minka Fitzpatrick, the guy out of uh, Alabama, is gonna be more of a safety than he is. You a, think so? Okay. Corner. Okay. Yeah, that's what I, I've been doing some reading and research on him, and it looks like he's gonna be more of a safety. Okay. Uh, I like an elite level safety prospect, which so that's great. That's why I think if he fall, I that's why I don't even think he makes it the four. I think Indy sits there and says if we have Malik Hooker and Minka Fitzpatrick as our safeties no one's throwing no one's going to be able to throw at us and we'll stuff the run no problem Um, it would give them one of the better secondaries in the league just off that alone
0: okay
2: uh, I, can I definitely it, see him being like Honey Badger 2.0 probably a better version of him
0: honestly yes, better, it's where, he can, where he can play some uh, play some snaps in the right in the exactly. as well move him around
1: Um, the other thing is when you talked about if they sign Alex Smith or Kirk cousins, I actually think you can't compare those two or put them in the same grouping. If they sign Kirk cousins, it's going to be right. What a four year deal. Yeah. That'll, that'll be their future. Then you're not taking a quarterback. Um, if you sign Alex Smith, he's got one year left on his deal. Uh, then it becomes, do you think Deshaun Kaiser is hopeless? I, I don't think he's hopeless. But it's a new GM, it's a new front office. Um, the one thing going for Kaiser is that it's not Hugh Jackson running the offense anymore, and I think that might be like a hundred and thirty percent of the problem. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Todd Haley is now taking over. Oh my gosh! I know. In my in my mind, I like I know Cleveland's bringing in a a um, a veteran quarterback. And I think they could do okay with it Uh, I don't I could see them They could do something like Barkley at 1 And then uh, Fitzpatrick at 4 Or um, I don't know If if it's not those two I don't think they have a need for Chubb because. Well, Miles Garrett and Chubb's on actually, the
0: opposite sides of each other. Their
1: defensive line is already really good. It's very underrated because the offense could never stay on the field, but their defensive line is very good. What's his it's name? Uh, uh, Awuba?
0: Uh, God, I can't think of the how It's you... only going to
1: get scarier once Miles, Miles I'm sorry. Garrett's there for. Emmanuel season. Agba.
0: That's yes. what I was thinking of. He's think, fantastic. Um,
1: I, like that's why I included the four pick as a potential trading spot, because I, I like I could see a world once free agency hits, and we see where all these veteran quarterbacks, the uh, the two or three quarterbacks out of Minnesota, Kirk Cousins, Tyrod Taylor, because I 100% expect him to be released by Buffalo. Once um, you see where all these quarterbacks go, you could see four or five quarterbacks go on the first six picks in this draft. I think teams are going to be that reliant, And the way this draft actually works out talent wise is pretty, um, it's a weird dynamic. A lot of the top talent in this draft isn't on offense. It's actually on defense Um, defensive line, especially defensive tackle. This is by far the deepest draft I can think of in recent like memory. And all of the teams picking in the top 15 need offensive players but most of the talents on defense Mm -hmm. and those teams aren't picking until 20 or like 18 through 32.
0: So you're going to see a lot of value slide down. No. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, But you, you mentioned that it's much deeper on defense, but do you think this is a deeper running back draft than last year? Yes. This is
1: one of the deepest running back. There are people putting out hyperbole saying it's the deepest running back class ever. Um I, I mean the top
0: two. Jeez, Geis let and me, uh Barkley. Well, Let me put it this way.
1: Everyone will see like a mock draft and it'll have just like one or two running backs going in the first round. They'll be like, oh well, that's nothing. Like, oh, it's not that deep of a class. If you do a two round mock draft you're coming close to eight or nine running backs taken in the first two rounds. The second round, I can see every team picking in the first 10 picks of the second round, taking a running back. Wow. I can see almost every single one of them just drafting a running back. So, and I think they would be good value there too. Like Sony Michelle is getting so many great comparables right now and out of Georgia God, he made I'm actually, he had I'm two fantastic
0: see, games in the playoffs.
1: I'm excited to see where he goes. I think he could be Tampa. a sleeper for fantasy next year. I mean, it, it just all depends. I so it depends on how the draft order falls. My guess is that some of these teams are going to trade back up, um, to like where Philadelphia is going to be drafting, where Minnesota is going to be drafting, where New Orleans is going to be drafting, fuck, and they're going to just try and grab these running backs. <laughs> All right, we'll do, we'll skip do, do, do we'll skip Viz guy. for right now. Viz <laughs> just caught a terrible break. It's caught a terrible break.
0: That no, no, was great. <laughs> do you do you want to answer a question right now or No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That was awesome. Um was... I, I except I'm sorry about what just happened. Oh God. yes. Yeah. Um so if you're the Vikings which one of those three quarterbacks are you going to bring back? I assume they probably bring back two, but who is the starter next year? I will.
2: Oh, I was gonna say Keenum, but I'm a little. With Shermer gone, it gives me a little more pause. I still think it's gonna be Zimmer Keenum. Zimmer was though.
0: non-committal about it.
2: Yeah, I don't know. It was one of those things where he was that way all season with them. Yeah. He played so well all year. It's hard for me to see them going away from him. I think Bradford is a virtual lock to be gone. Uh, so I, I think it's between Bridgewater and Keenum. Maybe they end up keeping both of them, but I think it's more likely that I think they end up trading Bridgewater too, and it's just it's Keenum show, and they go with it.
3: Oh, interesting. Okay. No, go ahead. Yeah, no, keep going. I'm just saying, interesting. No, no, it's your turn now. Me, um, I mean, I, I was always a believer that they wanted you know Bridgewater. Um, I felt like if he was you know healthy enough, or actually, you know, because Keenan was so hot, they just had to keep riding that. Like, they were kind of forced into the situation to keep you know riding him, but I always felt like you know they wanted to, they were looking for any excuse to you know give it back to Bridgewater. Um, I still think they believe in him, um, but you know, that injury risk is so, is so massive. Um, you know, are they going to commit to them? That's that's the question. So um, you know, I always thought that Bridgewater would be the guy, but I mean it it's it wouldn't surprise me if they do move on from him just because of that risk. So um, you know, to to, to hear you guys say that, you know, there's a possibility of him leaving is uh and I didn't really think about that, but you know, it's definitely a possibility. All right, Reed. Who's the Viking starter next year?
1: Well, if you read my mock draft, it's my bold particular my bold prediction time. Uh, the answer is actually choice D, as in none of the above. Um, Big, none of those feel, quarterbacks. No, none Lamar of Jackson. those quarterbacks will be on the roster. No, Lamar
0: Jackson's Arizona.
1: <laughs> See, I did um, read it. What I did yeah. <laughs> have, I had a uh, Mike White out of Western Kentucky, who to me is really underrated as a quarterback and i think could go at the end of the first round okay like if you're a young quarterback is there like how many better s- situations are there for like day one starting than minnesota where you have dalvin cook um those st- they think they still have latavius murray i think jarek mckinnon's leaving for free agency then you have uh thielen and Diggs. you still have kyle rudolph your offensive line's pretty good too you have a defense that's unless you're playing at Philadelphia in the playoffs and not going to be giving up too many points. You're yeah. playing in a dome for at least eight games. I mean, how many better scenarios is there for a, like are there for a, just a rookie quarterback to go in and start right away? I'm struggling to think of too many. So I like, I, yeah. I could almost see them just doing it. Just being like, you know what? We're taking a quarterback. Cause I think one might fall to them and they might fall in love with one of these quarterbacks. And, again, it comes down to who the offensive coordinator is. Uh, I think Dan Campbell, the assistant head coach and tight ends coach for uh, the Saints, is interviewing with them tomorrow. So we'll see.
2: I'd be pretty shocked if they went that route. I could see them. go. I think they'd just go with Bridgewater instead if it came to that point. I mean, I guess you never know. It just doesn't seem like a Zimmer thing to me to – I don't want to say blow up a team that got as far as they did, but to to not go with one of the three guys they had there. But (laughs) I've been wrong before, so it certainly could happen again.
0: Well, here's a good question. Um, How much do you realistically think that the Vikings would have to pay Bridgewater per season since he hasn't played in two full NFL seasons? I think it's probably the $12 million area. And Case Keenum will probably get offers around 17 to 20 million a year. Or, wow. Oh, he's yeah, he's getting 20. I
3: would be yeah. shocked if he did. Yeah. Wow. That's what a country. What a yeah, country. it's what, what a, time a time to be time alive. God ah, yeah, damn it. it. <laughs> 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 no, yeah, Case wow. Keenum's
0: going to get 20.
3: That's insane.
0: Hey, uh, who was that? Who was the backup quarterback for uh the Packers a couple years back? Flynn, Matt Flynn. Yeah, what did he get per season? That was at least it was like, seventeen. It was like no, I, it wasn't that much. Oh, that okay. was
2: different. I don't yeah. think I, I'll look up what it was quick. But I think it was like nine million a year off one game or ten million a year. Okay, okay. Let's see,
1: yeah, he yeah. threw for like five hundred yards. Or yeah, he threw like five touchdowns. Yeah, six touchdowns
3: like, last game. yeah. um, Chino made nine hundred fifty thousand. Oh, his base, his base was 950. He I was going to say, it. he
1: definitely, I think yeah. some of those performance bonuses yeah, at one point, might have kicked in.
3: Yeah, so almost two, close to two million.
0: He uh, probably doubled his salary uh, too in playoff bonuses. Uh, Yeah, you might be right. I don't know. Actually, I don't think they get paid that much for playoff
2: bonuses. I did see that Garoppolo gets more money than Brady does for the uh, <laughs> playoff bonuses, even though they trade him away. Which is just hilarious. What? If he doesn't. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll, it's it's like he has to make it like twenty or thirty thousand dollars more than Brady does, and he doesn't have to pay the the Minnesota tax because he's not going to be in Minnesota for the Super Bowl. Oh my so, gosh! Can, it's, it's
0: so funny to be. That's <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> All right, I think that pretty much wraps it up for the night. Um, but I do want to make sure that you guys do check out um, Reed's mock draft. It came out on Tuesday morning. And it is really good stuff. Um, I will have my um, season review up probably tomorrow because I'm finished with it. Like I finished it up, I turned it in, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna joke around a little bit. We're gonna go over the QBs, running backs, wide receivers, and tight ends for the season, see how everything shook out. And Zach will definitely be back with some stuff too. You can catch these two fellows, uh, Sun and uh, Viz, on the podcast pretty much every week or whenever they want to show up. So, uh, <laughs> Viz, uh, besides poker, um, I mean, what's, what's going on the hockey site right now? You mentioned a podcast earlier. Uh,
2: yeah, me and Reed put out a podcast earlier today. It's actually today's the last day uh, before the All-Star break, so no games over the weekend. But Monday, I'm going to have, I call it my uh, schedule manifesto, basically, which for people who play head-to-head hockey, which is a lot of people, uh, they play a head-to-head format, and the last four weeks of the season are the playoffs, and it just breaks down the schedule, you know, when you want to pick up uh, guys for the bottom of your roster, because they have three games and four nights, uh, all that sorts of stuff. So that'll be out Monday, and yeah, just the podcast every every week with Reed.
0: Cool, cool. And uh, son, what's going on in the basketball world? It looks like you're having Craig on a lot now.
3: Yeah, no, Craig and uh, a former writer, uh Brent, um they've been uh The really fantasy dig the, the Fantasy mm-hmm. Dig, that's right. Yeah, no, they've been uh joining Viz on the podcast. Um yeah, they're really pumped about it. Uh yeah, Craig I guess Craig had some, you know, issues, you know, physically and with his family. Uh so you know, shout out to him. But uh yeah, he's back. Um so yeah, yeah, you know, I actually joined Viz and, and those two guys on, on the latest podcast. So awesome. You know, yeah, so that, that was really fun, you know, just shooting the shit, you know, talking hoops and stuff like that. Um, but, yeah, you know, if you guys, anybody enjoys hoops, you know, a lot of content on the hoops site. So, you know, come uh, come give us a visit. Perfect. All
0: right, and that'll wrap us up for this evening. We will catch you guys next week. Next week will be uh, prop bets and a lot, bo- ugh, a lot more Super Bowl talk. So we'll catch you next time.
3: Cool. Thanks for having me, guys. Take it easy.
0: Uh, yep. Uh, it sounds. Like, it looks like it's still recording. Go all in.